Three consecutive American presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production. As president, would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth, even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. Number one, no more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. I've never seen anything like Putin's tax on both food and gas. What up, Internet? I'm Dave Rubin. This is The Rubin Report. It's June 14th, 2022. We are live streaming on YouTube, Rumble, Blaze TV. Subscribe, tap the notification bell, et cetera, et cetera. And before we get going here today, I said to my guys right before we started, I said, what kind of show are we going to do today? What level of show? Because I've been feeling pretty good about the shows lately. I want to I be pressured. You know what I mean? I want the pressure on game seven of the NBA finals. I want the pressure. I said, guys, what level are we talking about out of 10? Uh, Michael said we're going to do an 8.6 today. Uh, Connor said an 8.7. And then foolishly, Phoenix said an 8.76, which was very specific. But using the prices Right rules, he should have said a two, right? Because that way, if I butcher the show, he automatically wins. But if I do an 8.6 show, he's going to lose. So uh, interesting. He's young. He probably, you've, have you ever seen Prices Right? You have seen Prices Right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Anyway. We got a big show for you today because I think that there is some good stuff happening. While these freaks and lunatics and crazy people and conspiracy theorists run around talking about January 6th and all the racists who are coming to get us and everything else, uh, something has started to shift in the ether. There is something happening where it's starting to go mainstream how bad uh, this elderly man pretending to be President Joe Biden really is, that he told us he was going to do a lot of the bad stuff that he's doing right now. Hence why we use that cold open this morning that he was telling us, hey, I'm going to crash the economy because I'm going to go after the energy sector and I don't care if it causes inflation and I don't care how many people lose their jobs and everything else. And now, really, this is finally in the last day or two, Democrats are starting to say there's something not right with this guy. Maybe he shouldn't run. Maybe he's not up to it. Maybe he's not mentally and physically there. All of the stuff, by the way, that the rest of us have been saying since before the election. But that's how the mainstream media works, right? There's a whole bunch of us. We're called racists and maniacs and conspiracy theorists and alt-right. We say the truth for a couple of years. Then finally it comes around to mainstream media. Bill Maher says it. It gets on Colbert. Then everyone else says it. And you know, rinse and repeat. So first off, I want to start today with this incredible video that I saw yesterday on Twitter. This is a spectacular compilation of Biden versus Trump and the predictions that Trump was making if Joe Biden was going to become president. Take a look at this. Before I took office, there was a lot of folks out there, a lot of folks out there making some pretty bold predictions about how things would turn out. You might remember some of the predictions. They're coming for your guns, they're coming for your jobs, and they're coming for your freedom. They hate American energy and Joe Biden will shut it all down. He's going to. Uh, That if if I became president. Biden's elected, he will wipe out your energy industry. Another prediction that is my favorite one, I must add, 
is that if I got elected, gas prices going five, six, seven dollars for a gallon. <laughs> flood your communities with criminal aliens, drugs and crime while they live behind beautiful gated compounds. They try to take away your guns. Second Amendment, they want to take it away. While they enjoy private security that's fully armed. I never understood that one. You spent trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars, and defending foreign borders. So for all those predictions of doom and gloom six months in, here's where we stand. Do you want to use the word recession or depression? Think of the single mom struggling to put food on the table each month. You know, it's, uh, it's sad. So if your primary concern right now is inflation. We could stop it in 30 minutes. When I took office. He finally went outside. He went to get an ice cream. Look, the bottom line is this. I say you're not doing a very good job. Because he can't take any questions now from the press. I mean, how good is that? How freaking good is that? And that's why memes are now more powerful than the mainstream media. That really is it right there. You know how I've been saying over the last couple of weeks, like, I don't need to always give you the stats. I don't need to always show you the polls on the economy's bad or this number went down or the other thing. I do it sometimes. I'm going to do it a little bit today. I think there is some reason to know some of the real tangible numbers related to inflation and gas prices. Of course, these things are important. But so much of it you can see right in front of yourself. And that's why memes work, because everything there that Trump predicted before related to the energy sector, related to guns, the whole thing, it's all happening right now. And when the meme makers are out there doing things like that, that video, it had about 5,000 views. I was one of the first people to catch it and I, I shared it. It's got about 3 million views right now. That means 3 million people saw that and they, they see the truth around it. They see the truth around it, and they see that, man, maybe some of us who thought that Donald Trump was a better choice than Joe Biden, maybe we weren't crazy, maybe we weren't racists, maybe it wasn't because we hated America and we were right-wing fascists, but it was because we saw somewhat flawed but competent guy that had a pretty good four-year run despite the entire machine trying to destroy him versus a guy that was telling us what he was gonna do and now we have it all right in front of us. Uh, so that is the theme of the show today, that the stuff that we've been talking about, that you guys know, the incompetency of Biden, the ridiculousness of this administration, whether they're doing it intentionally or because they're incompetent, whatever the combination of that might be, it is starting to go mainstream and that is good. That is good. That means maybe the thing that we're all trying to build, which is a restoration of America, a fight and a defense for capitalism, for freedom, for individual rights, all of that stuff, uh, maybe it's on the horizon again. The old stuff might be on the horizon. How about that? Uh, before I get into any of that, guys, I want to talk to you about Bonner Private Wine because you probably need a drink thanks to Joe Biden's economy. Did you know what's going on in that wine bottle sitting on your kitchen counter? No, traditional media won't tell you. Try oak flavoring, mega purple dye, and tons of sugar. And that's not counting all the chemicals left over from vineyards that look more like oil refineries than the great chateaus of old. But better wines do exist, and they don't cost an arm and a leg either. Take it from America's top wine explorer. Recently, he came across a wine unlike anything he's ever tasted. Problem is, this delicious red wine can only be found in a single isolated corridor known as the world's most remote wine valley. Heck, he nearly died twice trying to find these vineyards. The wine is that special. Want to give him a try? Head on over 
to Bonner Private Wines, and my audience can get these rare wines at half the retail price. No need for a promo code. Plus, you'll get 50% off shipping. The wine is truly something special. Supplies are limited. Visit BonnerPrivateWines.com slash Dave to claim your wine. That's BonnerPrivateWines.com slash Dave. I've got a bottle of the Malbec right here. It is quite delicious. So there you go. All right. So let's continue talking about the elderly man pretending to be president and what he has wrought on America. Things are not going particularly well. Now, there also has been this silly January 6th hearing. We had 18 impeachments. Remember, there was an impeachment because he served that football team, McDonald's. Then there was an impeachment because he walked down a ramp slowly. There was an impeachment because he drank water with two hands. There was an impeachment because he had two scoops of ice cream and everyone else had one. There was an impeachment because he had steak well done with ketchup, et cetera, et cetera. Now they're having this ridiculous January 6th hearing after nothing happened with the impeachments. Nothing's gonna happen with this thing, but it keeps a certain amount of people in a state of lunacy and that's what the media needs. Uh, so this, talking about numbers, uh, here is from RNC Research. This is a Google Trends map. And what Google Trends shows is what people are searching basically. Uh, so from RNC Research, here is a Google Trends comparison for searches over the last four hours on the topics of January 6th, blue and gasoline red. This tells you all you need to know. So it's one of those things where we all know it. Nobody, nobody that is a serious person, no one that wants America to do well and not be caught in the past and all that stuff is paying attention to the January 6th thing. It is a series of progressive whack jobs and leftist socialist nutbags and a bunch of people who can't get over that that Trump thing ever happened. They would gladly tank the economy. Remember Bill Maher, he wanted the economy to tank to get rid of Donald Trump. Well, congratulations, you got rid of Donald Trump and Joe Biden, the guy you supported, uh, tanked the economy. Uh, but that trend right there, that Google trend of what people really care about. Do they care about January 6th? Well, nobody's really searching about that despite the media pushing the hell out of it. And what do people really care about? Well, they actually care about gas prices. Uh, we got a little bit more on the economy from RNC Research, breaking the Dow Jones Industrial Average, NASDAQ and S&P 500 are now lower when, than when Joe Biden took office. Well, we found video of just a few months ago, Joe Biden was very excited about the stock market. The stock market, the last guy's measure of everything, it's about 20% higher than it was when my predecessor was there. It has hit record after record after record on my watch. Well, hot diggity dog, Joe. It was doing well a couple months ago. Then you, you know, exacerbated this situation with Russia and Ukraine, and I blame Putin. I stubbed my toe on the way into the studio today. I blame Putin for that too. Uh, and now, that was January 22. Uh, so now about five months later, the whole freaking thing is crashing. Here is Peter Ducey of Fox News. As you know, he is one of the few journalists that I don't have to put air quotes around when I say the word journalist. And uh, he's doing just a bang up job at these White House press briefings. Uh, here he is talking to Corinne Jean-Pierre. She is the black lesbian who replaced Jen Psaki uh, about what's going on with this stock market situation. President Biden once bragged about the stock market hitting record after record after record on my watch. How about now? Meaning the stock market. All the gains from President Biden's 
time in office have been wiped out. So, as you know, we're watching, we're watching closely. Uh, we know families are concerned about inflation in the stock market. Uh, that is something that the president is, is really aware of. And so, look, we face global challenges. We've talked about this. Uh, this is, we're not the only country dealing uh, with what we're seeing at the moment as it relates to inflation. A lot of that is thanks to the American Rescue Plan, which only Democrats uh, voted for that. Republicans did not. And it led to uh, this, this economic boom, this historic economic boom that we're seeing Didn't with jobs. Historic inflation? No, that is no. not. That is that is that is not uh, that is not how we're seeing the American Rescue Plan. God, you gotta love it, guys. They're paying attention to it. Don't worry, families aren't concerned. Don't worry. And then the, the end of that is just so absolutely perfect. It's the Democrats who voted for the economic disastrous thing that caused all of the inflation, or as she calls it, an economic boom. It is their party that did all this and the Republicans who voted for it, right? So this is completely bipartisan criticism. If you are a pathetic, I don't, I don't know that I've ever said the phrase rhino, but if you are a rhino Republican in name only Republican who voted for the recovery and to basically demolish the economy because that's what Biden and the Democrats wanted, this thing is on you too. But what's the theme here? That it's starting to show. It really is starting to show. And they are starting uh, to be unable to hide the fact that things are not going well. And it's really getting pointed on the old man. Uh, here's more from RNC Research. Breaking, Biden's approval rating has dropped below 40% for the first time, according to 538. Now, 538, like, these are basically lefties, okay? These are, this is basically a progressive polling organization. It's certainly a Democrat progressive polling organization. It's run by Nate Silver, who is a lefty. Uh, so this is not like I'm going to some Republican polling thing and seeing if they like Biden or not. This is the simple fact that they cannot hide this much more. And uh, now Corinne Jean-Pierre is being pressed on the fact that nobody likes Joe Biden. Uh, most presidents, I'm guessing, would say they don't pay attention to the polls. Um, but does President Biden feel any concern that his approval rating is, is really, pretty amazingly low and consistently low? Um, I believe today went under the average one under 40 percent the first time. The president's focus on delivering for the American people. That's his focus right now. Meaningless dribble. Oh, he's focused on that? Well, is he focused in the right way? Has he you know, maybe hired someone who's competent, who could help with the economy instead of bringing on all these social justice warriors and woke people and trans activists to do other things other than, you know, make things right. Could he try any of that? Uh, so then this got Peter Ducey to follow up, the natural follow up, shit ain't good. So is the guy gonna stick in this thing or what? Quickly, is the president running for reelection? He has, an oh, first of all, Let's, let's reset for a second. I cannot talk about uh, elections. I cannot be a political analyst from here uh, or, uh, you know, or the midterms or anything like that, or including 2024. The president, as you know, has been asked that question many times, and he has answered it. Uh, his answer has been pretty simple, which is, yes, he's running for re-election. I can't say more than that. All right, so first off, I don't know what she's talking about, that she can't answer questions like that. She is the press secretary. I mean, it, you're the bullshit artist in chief. That's that's what it is. That's what a press secretary does. Whether you like a press secretary or not, a press secretary is supposed to do the PR, right? The press secretary is supposed to 
you know, give the best front forward facing facade, front forward facing facade to whatever it is that you're doing on any given topic. So she can't talk about that. Then she kind of muddles through it. And then, yeah, he's running, he's running. And it's like, we all know he's not running. Everyone knows he's not running. It will be a miracle if he finishes this thing. I don't think he will. And he's obviously not running again. Everyone knows it. I'll get to that more in just a second. But what's happening here is a can of worms is now being opened. The thing is bursting into the mainstream that he's incompetent, that nobody really supports him. I mean, any of you watching this, I get it, you're not Biden supporters, generally speaking, if you're watching this show. But even the people that you know that are roughly Democrats, like, are there people out there like, old Joe is doing a great job. I'm for Biden. I'm proudly one of the 81 million people who voted for Joseph R. Biden. You know what I mean? Like something ain't right and they can't hide it much more. The media does a hell of a job of always doing a shell game, January 6th, et cetera, et cetera. But they can't, the can of worms is open. Pandora, Pandora's box, it's opening up. And uh, you know, you can do a little Googling about what happens when you open up a Pandora's box. We'll get to that in just a sec. Before I do, I wanna talk to you about Cozy Earth. I love Cozy Earth. Hotter weather used to mean goodbye to a good night's sleep until I discovered Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth's bedding is so soft, luxurious, and temperature regulating, and I'm here in Miami, that I'm sleeping better than I have in years. It's truly awesome, and thousands of customers agree with me, like Tiffany, I bought these sheets in part for temperature regulation, which it does, but I didn't expect them to be so incredibly soft. It's like sleeping on a cloud. I immediately bought a second set for when it's time to change the sheets. I'm telling you, it's that good, people. Cozy Earth sheets are made from the finest luxury materials, including soft, viscous, from highly sustainable and ethically produced bamboo, and they're temperature regulating so you can sleep cool and comfy year-round. For a limited time, save 35% on Cozy Earth bedding. Check out their awesome loungewear, too. Go to CozyEarth.com slash Dave and save 35% now, all backed by a 100% 100-night trial. That's CozyEarth.com slash Dave for 35% off. Okay, so where does this all lead? As the can of worms has been opened, as Pandora's box is opening, as Democrats and media are starting to talk about the fact that Joe Biden is not well, that the country is in bad shape, all of those things, it's starting to pilfer out. Mainstream can't hold it much longer. Even Don Lamont over on CNN, he's starting to get it. By God, he's getting it. I can't believe it. Does the president have the stamina, physically and mentally, do you think, to continue on even after 2024? Don, you're asking me this question. Oh, my gosh. He's the president of the United States. You know, it, he, I can't even keep up with it. We just got back from New Mexico. We just got back um, from California. Uh, that, is, uh, I, 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 that is not a question that we should be even asking. Just look at the work that he does. Look what he's, how he's delivering uh, for the American public. Grandpa's okay. Grandpa's okay. Sure, he pooped in his pants. He doesn't know where he is, but don't ask us any questions about that. He's okay. He's okay. Well, that response got her into a lot of trouble because people watched that response, which was obviously just sort of punting it and the way she laughed it off. And it's like, she knows. Everyone knows. That's what we all must do. We must stop participating in the lie. We all know something's wrong with Joe Biden. It is what it is. I don't take any great joy in that, right? He's the pilot of the plane. The United States is the plane. I wish the pilot was competent. He ain't. 
but her muddled answer got her into even more trouble. So she put out this tweet, to be clear, which is what they always say, to be clear, as the president has said repeatedly, he plans to run in 2024. So, okay, that's more PR nonsense. It's just more lying. He is not running in 2024. As a matter of fact, uh, if you're in the mainstream media and you watch the Rubin Report, by, you know, hosted by Dave Rubin, uh, what I might recommend you do is every time a well-known Democrat is out there, let's say a Hillary Clinton or a Barack Obama, they should only be asked one thing. Will you support Joe Biden in 2024? And let's see how honest they are because they all know he ain't gonna run and they know that they won't be supporting him, A, because he's not gonna run, but they wouldn't support him anyway because this whole thing is a complete farce. Uh, but the other interesting piece of that is if you flash back to the video that I showed you a few minutes ago when Peter Ducey asked her about Joe Biden running, she was said, oh, I'm not allowed to say anything like that. Uh, then, of course, she puts out a tweet saying just that. So there's some inconsistency there too. Okay, so be it. Uh, let's go back to Don Lamont, who I don't know what's going on with Don. Maybe, maybe what, what do you think happened? Maybe he had some mushroom supplements or something. Something's going on, but Don at least had a moment or two of not being horrifically awful. Many economists do cite the war in Ukraine and supply chain issues. We did have that before the war, supply chain issues. They also say that last year's stimulus package, which you mentioned, contributed to inflation, Kareen. Does the Biden administration bear some responsibility for this? So, first of all, um, the American Rescue Plan met the moment and it has put us in a place where we can actually uh, uh, put us in a place where the American people feel can, can, can actually we can take on inflation. And so that's really important in order uh, to take this on. We got to have some uh, be in a good historic economic place, which is w where we are right now. All right, Lemon. Look, man. When you get one right, I'll credit you. So good for you, you asked the right question. Again, she keeps saying the complete reverse of the truth. The American Rescue Plan, and it's something like, you know, it's nothing. She just says nothing, but it's sort of like, oh, this thing put us in a place to kind of know what we're doing, so maybe we're gonna get better and things will be okay, and mm, I hope so. Uh, no, the American Rescue Plan is what added to the deficit. It is what added to inflation. It was printing more money that we don't have that has caused this very problem. But these people are all so deep they are so deep in the lies that they don't know how to get out of it. But if you're shocked that CNN is going after Joe Biden, well, then you're really gonna, I mean, my God, you're gonna freak out right now because the mental institution known as MSNBC, which they televise 24 hours a day, a 24 hour a day mental institution, uh, they're going after him too. Here's Joe Scarborough uh, and Steve Ratner and they're not happy with Joe Biden anymore. Exactly what happens, and my God, I just wonder what would have happened if progressives had gotten their $6 trillion wish earlier this year. Yeah, in, a, in an ironic way, you almost have to thank Joe Manchin for blocking that because $6.5 trillion of spending in this economy would make these numbers look small. Yeah, look, we had, yeah. A, we had a huge budget deficit. By the way, I wouldn't even say ironically thank Joe Manchin. You can just thank Joe Manchin uh, if you're glad that interest rates aren't even higher. <laughs> For the life of me, I can't figure out why they keep doing this. Uh, this uh, you know, going to the press, setting false deadlines, deadlines that are going to fail. This is pretty simple stuff. Let me say that again. This is 
Okay, so this is wild. And I wanna say, I like when people who are wrong about everything get things right, right? That's why I'm always going on about Bill Maher. It's like, you're wrong about a lot of stuff, then you get some stuff right, I wanna get you there. Okay, Don Lemon, you're wrong about everything, occasionally you're right, I wanna get you there. Joe Scarborough, you're wrong about everything, you're right about something occasionally, I wanna get you there. What's incredible about this is MSNBC, everyone on MSNBC, everybody, I'm sure in those 87 boxes they just showed you, an IQ combined of six, these people all, of course, pushed for the American Rescue Plan, which led to this. It led to this. Take a pen, one starting point, one ending point. It gets us there, okay? You can't just print money and then think nothing's gonna happen. Transitory inflation and all of their made up phrases. Okay, so I will credit them for now occasionally having like, you know, some synapse actually fires, right? A neuron fires and holy cow, something's happening over there. That's actually nice to see. Uh, but I said to my guys while we were playing the clip, I wanna find some clips of MSNBC and Joe Scarborough going after Manchin, because there's no doubt. Right, what happened when this was all being held up by scary Joe Manchin and scary Kirsten Cinema? They were white supremacists, they're Republicans, they're mean, they hate poor people, all the usual nonsense. So we'll try to get a compilation on that tomorrow of, of Joe Scarbo saying the exact reverse stuff about Manchin and everything else. But okay, congratulations Scarbo, you got something right. But it's not just members of the media now, it is Democrats full on Card carrying, they get a laminated card, card carrying uh, Democrats. Here is DNC committee member, uh, wait, is this Aaron Burnett? Is that his name or he's on the Aaron Burnett show? Is his name Aaron Burnett? Well, I'll get back to you in just a second on that, but this is a DNC committee member. He's the chair of the Miami-Dade uh, Democrat party uh, saying what Biden should or should not do. What's your reason for, I mean, is that your reason for not thinking he should run again? Or is it just quite simply, as David Axelrod said, at the end of his next term, he'd be closer to 90 than 80? Uh, you know, what, what is the reason? It's a host of factors. The first being that the approval rating is not where it should be at this point. Um, but also, more importantly, if you look at the polls with regards to the direction of the country, less mm -hmm. than a quarter of Americans think that our country is on the right track. With polls like that, people are going to be looking for a change candidate. They're not gonna be looking to vote for an incumbent with uh, approval ratings down in the 30s. Okay, to be clear, in case you're confused, that was Aaron Burnett, the host of the CNN comedy program, and Steve Simonides is the head of the uh, Democrat party here in Miami-Dade County. And basically he's out there saying, uh, this thing ain't working. Now let's flash back all the way to yesterday. Remember yesterday? It's a pretty good day, everything being equal. Uh, and AOC was basically saying she is not gonna support Biden, right? Like we played the clip, we're gonna play a little bit of it for you right here. Uh, and some of my response, I was on Newsmax last night uh, recapping it. And uh, remember before I always say, they say, let's be clear. So you'll see what I did here. Uh, but AOC ain't supporting him either. And the thing is bursting forth. President Biden, he is saying he's going to run again in 2024. Will you support him? You know, if the president chooses uh, to run again in 2024, I mean, first of all, I'm focused on winning this majority right now uh, and preserving a majority this year in 2022. So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But um, but I think if if the president has a vision and that's something certainly we're all willing to entertain and examine when the when the time comes. That's not a yes. 
Yeah, you know, I think uh, we should okay. endorse when we get to it. But I, I, I believe that the president has been doing a very good job uh, so far. And, um, you know, should he run again? I think that I, you know, I think it's it's we'll take a look at it. <laughs> OK. So, no. Well, let's be clear. I mean, there is zero chance that Joe Biden is running again. And I mean that zero. Quote me on this, click this thing, and send it across the internet. There's no chance. Send it across the internet, people. On the computer machine, the guy is not running again, obviously. Uh, yesterday, he did an event, and the press started asking him questions. And look how fast this old man is. When he has to get moving, woohoo! Yeah, he fights. We're not going to ask any questions. I'm not going to answer anything. I'm Joe Biden. He's fast when he needs to be fast. But what does this all mean? What does this all mean? Okay, you get it. Biden's no good. The party's turning against him. The media's waking up. Uh, well, there was an orange man. And you may remember him. He was very popular a few years ago. Uh, then the internet decided to kick him off. Uh, but he might come back. Back in the state where presidential campaigns are born, former President Trump rallying supporters and hinting at a 2024 bid. Back to make America great again. Dash slash comma again. Make America great again again. I don't know. <laughs> That's him at his best. That's him at his best when he's being silly and funny and the whole thing. What do the Democrats think about him coming back? Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's some good work, guys. Uh, there's another guy who might come. His name is Ron DeSantis, and he was in New York City yesterday. And of course, they were protesting him because he hates gays, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and on Fox, they tried to ask him about his 2024 positioning. People really do appreciate If you're willing to stand up and fight for them, man, they'll walk over broken glass to support you. For sure. I mean, it's that's the same mentality that when Donald Trump said I could shoot someone on 6th Avenue because he went out and fought for them. So I'm going to try one more time. <laughs> if he runs in 22, these are futile, uh, these are futile, futile opportunities. Way, you should see the movie Top Gun. It's amazing. Uh, I'm genuinely curious. So if he runs, do you run? How do you make that decision? <laughs> Nice try, man. We're, uh, we're here talking, having fun here, so, uh, so when, it's all when good. Do, when will you announce, or when will most of the candidates announce? Not until after midterms? I have no idea. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I think the interesting thing about me is people always, you know, inject my name into it just based off what I'm doing in Florida. And so, you know, we've really uh, gotten more notoriety, not because I'm out trying to do that, just because I'm getting things done for people in my state. And so it's a little bit different for me. I mean, I think there's obviously people that the minute 2020 and have been basically running and they're going around doing all that stuff. You know, that's just not been what I've been doing. I've just been focusing on the task at hand. Isn't that such a refreshing answer? And, and I said to my guys as we were playing, I think it's true. Like, obviously, I've gotten to know him a little bit. And I had about 20 minutes alone in the green room with him before the interview, uh, you know, 10 days ago or so. And it's like, I didn't ask him the question that everyone would want to ask, because I think that is the honest answer right there. He's like, I'm just doing my job. And isn't it refreshing to just hear someone just be like, I'm doing my job. I'm a competent individual. I can smile about it and joke about it and all that stuff. But, you know, they keep mentioning me. It's only because I'm doing a good job here. He's also in the middle of his own reelection here, obviously, and he's going to crush it. And then we'll see. But what this all leads to, 
let's just put aside incompetent Biden. Let's put aside the ridiculous socialists and the, and the communists and all that. There's an incredible, there's such an incredible opportunity here for the Republicans to do something that would be massive and get us all out of this craziness. We're all in this slow descent to hell together, right? We are, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or an independent or whatever you are, we're all in this thing together. And there is such an opportunity right now for the Republicans to do something magical. They're gonna have to figure this thing out. The Trump DeSantis thing has to be figured out. I have no insight, as I said, to whether DeSantis even wants to run. It does seem like Trump is gonna run, but you don't want them running against each other. Is there a way they can work this thing together that maybe Trump's the top of the ticket and DeSantis says, I'll be VP, but in a much more expanded VP role, like I'm gonna staff everything. I'm gonna help guide the policies, not just the nonsense, that VPs usually do and, you know, be pet on the head every now and again, like Kamala, like not that, but like, could they really come together and do this? Like really do something completely game changing. I don't know. I don't know, but I hope they can figure this out because then we could have the widest tent. We could have a truly pro America, pro freedom, pro individual rights, pro reality party led by one guy who, Trump is what he is, but he is a freaking fighter and he's willing to stand up to the thing. And another guy who also is a fighter, but is deeply, deeply competent and has done something magical, genuinely magical here in Florida. So I hope they can figure it out. Uh, guys, stick around for the cold close. It's a good one. Uh, let me get to a couple comments uh, from RubenReport.Locals.com. No autocrats said, do you think the Brandon administration will do anything to stop the markets from bleeding? I don't know because as I keep saying, I sort of think this is what they want in a weird way. I don't think Biden's in charge. I think he has a bunch of completely incompetent people surrounding him. Everyone around him is completely incompetent. They lied about all of this. Inflation is transitory and we've got our transportation secretary who's gay. He knows nothing about roads and our trans this one. Like it's just a clown show of woke insanity. So I don't know what they can do to turn this thing around. Uh, what I do think is that the wokes, the true wokesters, and I'm not talking about Biden here. Nobody knows what Biden is anything anymore. He's nothing. Biden's just like a shell of a human. But the true wokesters, the squad and the AOCs, they are, they are freaking drooling right now. They are licking their chops, knowing that this disaster will wreck any semblance of the old Democratic Party, right? Now, in my hope, it will lead to a very strong wide tent Republican party, but they are going, this is our final moment of takeover. They have been eroding and destroying the Democrat brand for years. This is what they wanted. The, all the old Democrats folded and they're, they're licking their chops. They got the meat right there and they're about to uh, clean up. That's what they're gonna do. So that's where we're at. Uh, Mad for Car says, the Dems take zero responsibility for anything going on in the country. It is amazing how they turn their heads. Yeah, it's, it really is amazing. And, their, and how their answers are just always nothing. I love how Corinne uh, Jean-Pierre, she's always flipping through papers. You know, they're Corinne Jean-Pierre, how are you feeling this morning? Well, I'm, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. It's just nothing. Uh, Weekly Cigar News says, good morning from Miami. Well, good morning from Miami. How are you in Miami? Oh, speaking of Miami, by the way, all the VIP tickets to the uh, Miami show that I'm doing on July 14th, they sold out like immediately, immediately. So we just opened up 50 more. I will give 50 more hugs. I'm willing to do it. Uh, you can go to daverubin.com slash events. I'm at the Miami Improv on July 14th with a special guest, uh, which we'll probably announce in the next couple of days. 
Uh, if you'd like to chat during the show, join us at rubenreport.locals.com. Part one of my interview with Utah Senator Mike Lee. He is on the short list of sane people in the United States government. Uh, that's up right now. The full thing's up at Locals. And finally, we've got a cold close for you. Oh, and by the way, guys, you said 8-6 today. You said 8-7. You said 8-7-6. I think this was a 9.5. I felt very sharp today. I felt very... Phoenix, congratulations. You're getting, you're getting extra guacamole. All right, see you tomorrow, guys. Now, I don't know why they do this, but they only give me one pen. <laughs> I used to stand in absolute awe and watch Barack Obama sign with seven, eight, nine different pens, Barack Obama. <laughs> I'm in awe. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report direct message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubinreport.locals.com.